And welcome to the Tales from Wales podcast. This is episode 26, featuring Michael Locke, better known as Pancho from Dirty Sanchez. For anyone who is aware of Dirty Sanchez, who they are and what they do, you'll be not surprised to hear that this episode does contain some adult content and some choice language from time to time. So please be mindful if you are easily offended. But for now, just sit back, relax and enjoy this next episode of the Tales from Wales podcast. Sanchez, how are you, Pancho? I'm very well, lads. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's right, so pleasure. Thank you for giving up your time. It's always nice to have, uh, have a guest. So, uh, have you done much about the Tales from Wales podcast? What to expect from the show? Pardon? Do you know much about the Tales from Wales podcast? What to expect from the show? Um, what? <laughs> yeah, you what? <laughs> you what? You what? You what? Um, well, I, I, I just know that um, there's two funny chaps and, uh, you know, let's have a rock and roll. And yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be thrown the bush, lads. I'm kind of going into the unknown, yeah? Well, so please tread with caution, because <laughs> I do have a, um, a few uh, short man issues. Well, you know, as you, you may or may not know, the theme of the podcast, the loose theme of the podcast, is uh, contributors to Welsh popular culture, and we thought that uh, you fit that bill in spades. Well, I, um, I, 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 I certainly am a very uh, proud Welshman, and... Um, yeah. You've left your mark on Welsh popular culture as well. I would say we left more than our marks. Albeit skid guy. Well you gotta you've got to pay the bills somehow. You know? So I think I think it's only fair to say, um, if you want to sort of introduce yourself, like I I always Wikipedia guess. On Wikipedia, uh, and she would describe as a stunt man. Would you describe yourself as a stunt man or is that a little bit too uh, well, one would certainly not describe myself as a stuntman. Probably the most unprofessional stuntman you could ever <laughs> wish for. In fact, MTV, due to health and safety reasons and insurance purposes, not health and safety, insurance purposes, we went through numerous um, health and safety guys in order to ascertain Right. In order to in order to uh, get any form of insurance or life cover, or whatever, we needed a health and safety chap involved. And, and his work. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the 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 first one we actually had was uh, an absolute lunatic from Glasgow. We labelled him Begbie. Um, <laughs> He was getting more involved in the stunts than we were. He was an absolute raging, you know, borderline alcoholic. <laughs> in fact, in fact, he wanted to become a, a fifth people, old Graham Begbie. Um, so yeah, he, he didn't really fit the blend. So then, Becky, the executive producer, got another chap involved who was a professional stuntman, and he tried to. Right, this is the way you can do it without hurting yourself. And we were like, 
you do realise this is Dirty Sanchez, not the fucking Terry Tunnies. <laughs> it's the whole point, don't yeah, they? Yeah, you know, we're not, we're not stuntmen. Um, <laughs> we managed to get uh, a chap, uh, Mancunian, Steve O'Neill, health and safety. <laughs> and Steve, yeah, he was, he was brilliant. He fitted the mould absolutely perfect, you know. Um, he... Yeah, Mancunian, loved having a laugh. His only downfall was he was a Man United fan. Boo. Man U. Well, look. Yeah, it's paying dividend now, this yeah, Steve uh, bite, 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 bite your money arse now, isn't it? Oh, great stuff. I love it. You know, yeah. Who do you support? Well, shall I say this? You Look, I'm a Swansea City fan, loud and proud. Yeah, that's fair enough. You're allowed to. Where are you from? Are you from Port Talbot? So I'm from my mother's vagina. <laughs> 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 no, no, but yes, you know, you are right there. Yes, it's, uh, it's our closest team. Um, my uncle took me to the North Bank when I was eight years of age. Um, I've always been a fan of football. And I don't mean to stand on the fence, lads, but I'm a fan of Welsh football. As, as long as Swansea finishes up Pemph Cardiff, I don't care. Yeah, that's fair, that's fair enough. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather... I'd rather us all be in the Premier League together, yes. you know, even yes. though Cardiff couldn't sustain it. You know, Swansea, you know, I am. Eight years, I know it's not a long time, but, you know, eight years in comparison to being a, a parachute club. It, it would be if you were a two-hour, I suppose. That'd be pretty much the extent of your life, wouldn't it? So I suppose eight years is a long time, depending on context. Like seven, what, what, two, oh, right, so you were calling Cardiff a minnow in comparison two hour, to Swansea? Yeah, a two-hour, compared to Swansea, maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, so, so, yeah, so Swansea are like the Rottweilers. Swansea are Rottweilers and uh, yeah, Cardiff are the Chihuahuas. Do you know what? I've heard many descriptions of Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and a Rottweiler is not one of them. Yeah, nice. they're all safe pets. <laughs> shaggy leg and bite your hip. So, <laughs> we've like, we touched on Dirty Sanchez. Like, I'm sure a lot of people, like, we know what Dirty Sanchez is. Could you sort of explain to anyone listening who isn't aware of anyone who's been on a rock? and isn't aware of what Dirty Sanchez is, what it was and what it was about. Yeah, Dirty Sanchez is, well, he's three Welshmen and one warp Southerner. We came together. You know, we all met, like, through skateboarding and um, over the years, you know, starting to earn money and whatnot. You know, like, we all, we all skateboarded to begin with and then... You know, we started drinking a lot more, and partying, and we were always making Cardiff or South Wales skate videos. Yeah, yeah. And we met Joyce C through, like, all around the UK skate scene. And then we had so much funny footage or fucked up footage, if you like, <laughs> out on the Raz, you know, <laughs> that we just amalgamated it and sold it to all the skate shops in the UK. And at the time, if anyone's familiar with um, Tony Hawk's Pro Skateboarder, there, yeah. was, there was a Rodney Mullen versus Daiwan song. So he did Pritchard versus Dayton. Yeah, well, I remember watching that on VHS. That's right, yeah, they were the VHS 14, And I, you know, was into skateboarding. I used to watch a lot of like um, American skateboarding videos and they'd have um, Burning Heart record label would be all top of it as well and it'd be all that sort of it and it'd be all very nicely clean cut and it was all this punk mock music mixed into it as well so obviously it was a double edged sword yeah, of, the, yeah, yeah. of the skating and the music and then when I saw Pitcher vs. Dayton I was like it's quite different to the <laughs> to the sort of American yeah, ones it, I've been used to yeah yeah well you know it's um, 
you know, like myself, you know, skateboarding is a very diverse thing. And myself and Dan were more like hip hop heads. And, you know, and like, I'd like to think of myself as a smooth operator, even though I know I'm not. But like, I like to think <laughs> that. You see, Miss, definitely. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, like, I, 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 I totally appreciate that. You haven't lost your temper yet? Not yet. No, no. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I actually, you know, this beard is based on Raglan Clark. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a hero of mine. Yeah. So because of supermarket sweep. Oh, yeah. well, like once Dale kicked the bucket, there was no going back. Was oh, it? Yes, no. It's got to get somebody else. Was, was, you know, well, you know, I could be the next Raglan, maybe. So imagine, like, I'd love to see you pushing the trolley run. Uh, I think I'd need some stilts and all of them. Yeah. Roller skates. Yeah, I actually have done the supermarket sweep once. Yeah. Yeah, for sports relief many moons ago. How did it go? Um, I was up against Pritchard, and um, yeah, the only rule was <laughs> you couldn't go for the pools, which I was gutted about. But um, I just went for the batteries and the birthday cakes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I ended up nailing him, and uh, yeah, yeah, they doubled the money, and uh, yeah, that was my good deed for sports relief. Yeah. That's nice. But going back to the Sanchez thing, um. It all came about through skateboarding and, like I said, you know, the, the windows of the pub and the after parties. And so the lads, you know, in all fairness, two Cardiff guys, Denny and Dikey, they were in uh, studying media and whatnot. And we amalgamated the footage and put it out on VHS, as you correctly said. And it went all around the skate stores in the UK, a lot of hype and... FHM copped hold of it, um, and a researcher from MTV then got hold of it, and the next thing you know, there's train tickets arriving, can you come to London for a meeting? And at first I thought, oh, Pritch, you're fucking winding me up here, son. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, you know, because I'm the youngest of the lot, and probably the most susceptible <laughs> I don't see but we go on to that <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you boys have got uh, some uh, yeah some things we might want to talk about but um, yeah it, uh, we turned up at Camden um, there was the initial meeting they wanted to call it Shock Idol because at that time there was Pop Idol so I was like look are we in a fucking Simon Cowell audition or fucking what Shock Idol, you know, it's just not going to happen. If you try and copy an existing brand or reference an existing brand, it devalues what you were doing as its own brand. Absolutely, because we were a brand in itself anyway. And, yeah, yeah, going going back, you know, with the FHM article, as that was launched, Jackass took off. So it couldn't have been a better launch time. Yeah. You know, look... Whatever people say, whatever people read, I don't give two hoots like that, right? We, we, uh, if we want to label us the Welsh Jackass, fine. But we were like Jackass on a shoestring, believe me, like the budget we had compared to them. Happy Shopper Jackass. <laughs> yeah, 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 Happy Shopper, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good old days when they remember that. Yeah, Happy Shopper, <laughs> I tell you what, that's what they might be like. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, things went on. We were um, waking up with the, the concept of see you next Tuesday. And for anyone that doesn't know, MTV is a franchise. And they went, oh, but the show doesn't go out on a Tuesday, so why would you go and see you next Tuesday? And we just went back to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> Had another brainstorming session, as you do. And 
Yeah, Joyce came up with the name Dirty Sanchez, which I was completely oblivious to. Yeah. Um, being, you know, living a sheltered photographer <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we sort of, we, we'll, I think with Dirty, regarding Dirty Sanchez, some, some people listening now will know what that is. Some people listening now won't know what that is. I think we leave it at that, you know. But yeah. if you don't really know what it is, yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's called a very intimate manoeuvre. <laughs> I think that would be, yeah, the most PC way of yeah, putting it. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. not a good look either. Well, that's uh, well, I just left it as a PC manoeuvre for yeah. my uh, mother. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but did a conversation come up at any point then to go right? Are we going to do more skateboarding oriented stuff, or are we going to focus on the stunts? That sort of did did it come a point where was that decision was made? Well, skateboarding would always be a part of our lives, whether yeah. there would be dirty Sanchez or not, yeah, and yeah. we always continue to do that. But uh, primarily, you know, you know, the aim of the game was to make an unprofessional stuntman TV show. So the. You know, the skateboarding, you know, when you, when you try and do the mixture of both, because skateboarding can be very physically demanding. Yeah, definitely. You know, and when we, the combination of both, something's got to give, so. so. Hopefully it's not your knees. Well, it's like, well, it's more, more my head, has been, <laughs> my brain, if there was one there, even to begin with, got psychologically scarred, and uh, I don't think I've really bounced back from it yet. Yeah, but... um. No, it wasn't a conscious decision to to put, you know, skateboarding on the back burner because, like I said, you know, in our spare time, we were still going out and skating like yeah. we always have to. Yeah. But, you know, as you get older, your body takes its toll, you're partying more, you know, you know, you know what it's like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when you're not filming, you're planning the next episode, you're recovering from a fish hook in the eyelid or... Well, pretty much, yeah. Re- <laughs> recuperation is a big part, was yeah. a big part of Dirty Sanchez. And just trying to be normal for once, you know, going out and... Well, basically, just trying to get some sleep, like a, <laughs> like a solid eight hours sleep, you know, was very nice. Without having, With, without having the fear of... Right, there's someone gonna piss over the bank on top of me, <laughs> or they they've stolen my begin um my hotel blinking card. So even when I think I'm safe, I barricade myself in my room. I still don't have to worry about waking up with a D lock around my neck, you know, which which I rocked for a week in Belfast once. A week. A week. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought being in Belfast would be the new blame. But the most bizarre thing is, is <coughs> as we explained, you know, my surname is Locke and my dad's name was David, so his really? name is D-Locke. So I, I, I just rock it in remembrance to, uh, to my dad. Big up, D-Locke. We love you. Yeah. I remember watching a lot of it and stuff, and I had so much fun watching it. But they wound you up so much. And like, after a while, I'd be like, oh, just leave him alone, will you? Because when you used to lose your temper, it'd be like it'd be like a fire going off, wouldn't it? Well, well, yeah, you could say that. It's, it's quite surprising I didn't spontaneously combust, yeah. to be honest. But um, yeah, but TV can also, in the end, it make you look one way. Don't get me wrong. I had my fair share, you know, if not more, you know, like yeah. dildos to the hands, you know. <laughs> you know, try to explain it. You know, I have two, two teenage daughters now, bloody hell, as well. So, you know, oh, candy, and I, you're so not cool. I'm like, yeah, you're right, girls, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get a little strap to my ass. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hide all the VHSs in the house. So. Oh, gosh, mighty. Well, you've got a, the powder YouTube now, haven't you? Which yeah. we didn't have at that time, yeah. you know, so 
now there's so many different platforms, you know. Did you get them back at all? As in, like, you know, they, they played a lot of Well, yes, of course I did. But, you know, there's, you know, like TV can make you look one way or the other with yeah, the edit it. and stuff. But put it this way, I certainly didn't get them back enough. And yeah. it's, <laughs> it's never too late. No, that's it, you know, good it is, It's never too late. Yeah, believe it or not, yeah, I, yeah, I still have, my long-term memory is better than my short-term memory, yes. That's a good sign. That's a good sign you haven't yeah. partied too much, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Yet. Well, yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not go jinxing anything. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> just touch wood and do it. So, yeah. so uh, who was the worst one for pranking you? Was it Pachara Dayton or was it everyone? Oh, I'd say it, it would be, yeah, just the whole, like the whole punch in general. It was like, I do suffer from sleep apnea. I, I'm very, ter- you know, I'm very partial to a lot of alcohol yeah. and when you're in confined spaces to i.e. tour buses yeah. or a shared house in Cardiff like I said no matter much, how much I barricade myself in like my dad used to be the same you couldn't wake him for love of money you know and like <laughs> I used to prank my father so I think you know it's all it's all karma really <laughs> what kind of pranks did you and your dad oh well like my 18th birthday I woke up um I've been I had to leave the pub because I was that intoxicated. I went to go and uh, urinate over the TV in the corner of the living room. <laughs> I got I shoved to my bedroom and then in the middle of the night down the passageway, not to be at the massive house or anything, but straight in front you had the the toilet and yeah. to the left you had my parents' room. Um I woke up made piss over my father <laughs> and he got up absolutely bollocko naked and for yeah he pummeled me yeah well yeah rightfully yeah. so yeah, yeah yeah my mother used to be the disciplinarian when we grew up but unless it involved piss yeah she would have oh god almighty imagine if it'd be in the other side you, you wouldn't be here now let's not even go there no I wouldn't be here now if he's a karate kid you know being the eldest of three brothers that was the worst cheapers yeah when it all went bloody downhill from there yeah that's a classic thing though like they have definitely a classic Welsh thing say do or say whatever you want about dad or something like that but when mam kicks off you, well, you, 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 you know about it when yeah. mum kicks off you know about <laughs> just run as far as you can in one direction oh, into the oh dark. yeah yeah like the amount of t- the amount of copies of Karate Kid that got launched over the next door neighbours <laughs> uh, God it is nobody's business <laughs> and we're talking VHS days again oh yeah. imagine that it would be quite funny if it was like a uh, if I'm not, you're not watching this anymore check it over and he knocks out the neighbour well, it, it, oh, what, the amount of footballs and rugby balls they lost him, fuck the prick. Should <laughs> 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 have decapitated him. You know, quite a nasty edge on a VHS tape. Oh, you could definitely uh, oh, catch God, a We're getting quite sadistic. Do you fancy a job on mature subjects? So, like, obviously, skateboarding is it all started for you. Like, but skateboarding, you know, is not really up there with, like, Traditional Welsh young man pastime I, compared to your rugby's and your footballs. And well, your... I, I, I'm very proud to say that I played, uh, played for the Green Stars in Abrava right, until yeah. uh, the ripe old age of under thirteens. <laughs> uh, but football was always my passion, and yeah, I, 
I had a boys' club of Wales Cup at under 15s, and then, but skateboarding really took over, and I was very passionate about football, but football being a team sport as yeah. it is, and I'm not that I, well, I'd like to think I'm not a selfish person, but like skateboarding was opening so many more doors, and there was only so many paper I could do in yeah. order to get a board each, like every two weeks, because I wasn't sponsored at the time. Yeah. So I had to make a, you know, a, a conscious decision at a young age because I didn't want to let the boys down in the football and I didn't want to, I didn't want, I enjoyed skateboarding more than the yeah. time because it yeah. gave me the opportunity to travel, you know, meet people from different cultures. Even though yeah. I'm proud to be Welsh, it's great to take that Welsh brand out on the road. And, you know, especially in like modern day skateboarding, the Welsh scene, it's probably the strongest it's ever been. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, absolutely. Yeah, like going all the way from from down West Wales all the way up to Newport, and all in between. Yeah, it's it's thriving. It's absolutely thriving. You know, you have existing Swansea. You had bad habits in Bridgend. Yeah, R.I.P. Bad habits, Justin. Thank you very much for everything we did. You had City Surf in Cardiff, but now you have. Like Wannabe Street, the Cardiff Skateboard Club, Spitting Sawdust, Newport Road, yeah. and Freestyle in Newport, you know. So, you know, saying that skateboarding is not really a prevalent yeah. Welsh sport, I have to disagree. In, in 2020, it is. It's, it's really prominent. Does it still sort of obviously skateboarding's got deep roots in, in surfing and, and sort of the origins there? Does it still sort of track seaside coastal places as it sort of you know, surfing in the summer and then skateboarding in the winter sort of thing, or is it, that's, is it still a, as popular in that, in that sort of context? Uh, yeah, I get exactly where you're coming from, but um, due to, like, indoor parks and right. stuff in Bridgend, you know, it's become far more annual, because if anybody knows anything about skateboarding, it derives off surfing. Yeah. But um, I'm still yet to master the art of surfboarding. I've... I've almost drowned a few times. Yeah. You've got a piss in your wetsuit though, haven't you? Oh, of course I have. <laughs> <laughs> if I piss on my dad, I can piss in a wetsuit. Yeah, I need a piss. Um, so let me put the wetsuit on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, you meant to do it in your wetsuit, not on your dad. <laughs> Should have had your wetsuit on then, you wouldn't have pissed in your dad, would you? I know, imagine that guy. <laughs> for every 18th birthday present, there should be wet suitable. <laughs> or maybe a nappy. Yeah. You said about sort of the, this, this uh, second sort of person we're doing, trying to make them more professional, and oh, I can teach you how to not hurt yourself. Like, something I used to always wonder, because obviously you said. The health TV, and safety officer. Yeah, yeah you, like you said, you know, TV is heavily edited, and I've always been sort of take TV the pinch of salt because it is television it is sort of yeah, picture. Of course, yeah. I, I no, used to I, always I, think how much do these stunts hurt how much do they, so it, was it as real as it looked or was well, there I a don't, trick I, involved I, well when you actually watch the show you can't really pre, you know, pre-plan you know yeah. that type of bullshit man you know it was raw it was organic you know we made ten tubbies you know like jackass looked like the ten tubbies that's yeah. what the last so face magazine said and we were on such a, such a low budget that, you know, it really did hurt. You know, if you put Talbot Soccer Ground, like the night before in the House of Doom in just off, in Arabe- Arabella Street in Cardiff, yeah. 
I had DB spray and a light uh, taken to my bottom. <laughs> and we went down and as Sandra will tell you, like I'm, I'm a pro Potolva lad. And we went to the San Siro, San Patablo's home ground, <laughs> and um, footballs launched on our ass. And of course, being a local boy, they all chose to go for me, didn't they? So there was there was blisters popping everywhere. <laughs> and, and our MTV MTV Europe's budget, there's no way you could get any um, makeup team to do it. But there wasn't enough Savalon. I tell you that. I couldn't sit down for a week. <laughs> yeah, but we, you know, we we have to adapt to overcome being like who we are, and to this day, one of my most painful stunts, which will always stick with me, and I think we can all relate to this, is stingy nettles. Before you said that, I thought you were going to say that one because that one was fucking horrible. Well, yeah, I'm I'm just trying I'm just trying to put it into context that oh you know like how pre planned or what it real was it not? Everybody knows what it's like to have a stingy. Oh. We just, all know. Just just we? one is, yeah. is is enough. Well, imagine imagine eating this organic stuff for tea boys. It's shit. Rubbing it your armpits, you know, down like with the guy with the one eye and like uh, you know, the meat and two veg, the vomiting milkman, whatever you want to call it. You know, it was it was absolutely agony. And at that time, what would I have been now? 22, 23, I was completely oblivious to like anaphylactic shock. Yeah. So I went back to um, my, my girlfriends at the time and we had this shitty dial up internet which took forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like initially thought, go get me some calamine lotion, you know, if it's good enough for measles, <laughs> it's going to be good enough. Oh, I thought my phone was off. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm going to Oh, gosh. <laughs> Keep, right, keep, keep yeah. it real. That's still. the Stingy Nettle Clinic ringing you. No, 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 that's the gum clinic. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, okay. Yeah, so calming lotion, that didn't work. But then um, you run in the bath worked. And uh, yeah, so it was like, at that moment in time, I was drinking quite heavily. So mine was coming down with like 90% proof brandy. It was like Barocca on steroids. Well, it's, it's quite a holistic approach, isn't it? You know, it's quite a natural, organic, holistic approach to medicine. So you, well, yeah, right. you know, but then, then I thought of mine in the same bracket as a jellyfish bite. And yeah, stuff like that. there was many things running through my mind. Well, I think it's about acid neutralizing alkali or vice versa. Acid, yeah, acid like and alkaline, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah then which, which one is which? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's gone full circle karma, really. You pissed on your dad, now you've got to bathe in your own piss. Not just that, my missus is piss. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got the yes. neighbours wrong. Oh, yeah. yes. so, so we had some of the nicest, finest water. I had a shower, <laughs> went down to um, the Bagelbrook, which at that time was, well, I suppose you could call it my local. Went in there, went to the stairway for myself, and I got one, and I thought, right, I'm feeling all right. I put it to my lip, and then my lip just starts to neck is pint now. It's not going away, it's not going away. I have to go home, and I, do you know what? I kind of like pain, but 14 hours of yeah. shock, of anaphylactic shock, which I was completely unprepared for, <laughs> was 
I'm completely taken the piss. Yeah. <laughs> so, like you said, sort of the uh, the idea of potential allergies, potential reactions, just was an afterthought then with anything you were doing. Intolerance. Um. Yeah, like I said, you know, with yeah, um, with the actual stunt, we didn't actually have an health and safety officer involved. No. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 in fact, was Graham probably done a pub off his head nut. <laughs> it was definitely one of the earlier days of filming. Because yeah. that, that was from the first series. So, yeah, Graham was probably pissed up. He was probably in the stinging metal bush with us. <laughs> was it, so was it easier to get away with stuff earlier on in the series? Yes, or? yeah, indeed. Yeah, because if anyone who watched uh, or followed the show, there was a big gap between the first and second series. And that was... That was due to lack of insurance right. or, or the, yeah. You were frozen to insure you, perhaps, like, yeah, walking well, business well, 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 the right mind insure us, <laughs> delinquents. <laughs> <laughs> you can't blame them. Huh? Sheila's wheels as well. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But, um, yeah, finally, yeah, the second series that kicked off. And, yeah, Steve O'Neill got on board. And, yeah, Steve, Steve really sound. Like I said, apart from the uh, the man new connection. Yeah, of course, but nobody's perfect, are they? Nobody. Look, I don't deny to be perfect. You two gents, you're not perfect. No, no, at all. You can see me. But that's I, know, I know. I know. That's the most disturbing thing. You all, you listeners. That's why audio lenses have to. So you can uh, you can be as unpresentable and as dishevelled yes. and as uh, yeah. grotesque as you like on audio. Yeah, my mother always said I had a good face for radio. <laughs> yeah. So, like, do you have any sort of favourite, if favourite is the right word, any sort of favourite stunts from the series? Whether there was to take part or to watch somebody Our favorite, else? Favourite stunts as such? Uh, this might sound. Yeah, we, we always used to do, for any cast or crew, we used to have a Sanchez initiation, which involved a bungee belt tied. To the back of your, your jeans loops, yeah. you know the loops in the, the back of your yeah, jeans, the back belt loops, yeah, like yeah. and then you take that as far away as you can, stretch it as long as possible, <laughs> and if you like the fucker, you tie a knot. If you didn't like him, you tie a, a bigger knot on the back, and then whack! Oh. Do you know what? That rocks you, man. Yeah, it takes, takes your breath away from yeah. the it. You right to the bottom of the spine, borderline. Arse crack and like the coccyx. The coccyx. Yeah, oh, you yeah. oh, there's always one intelligent oh. one, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, had, I, I've had an abscess in there. Have uh, you really? Nothing uh, compared to anything you've ever oh. done. But it wasn't nice, I'll tell you that now. Yeah, but I, MTV wasn't paying you to have an abscess in the coccyx. Totally voluntary. <laughs> it popped one day in the bath. It was horrible. Oh, gosh. No. Mo- moving on. Oh, God, I'm glad you weren't in the bath. I was bathing myself in after the stingies. I reckon you'd have been much better after that. No, that's not even done. That's an horrible thought. Abscess juice. Oh, you know, Sanchez, no abscess. Abscess, abscess juice. Like a box of Spencer's So, were there any um, any stunts that uh, you, you and the boys said, "No, nah, we're not doing it"? Do you know what? There's one stunt, right, which all of us refuse to do, and it's so simplistic, and it it, it involves a door and leaving your door in the hand. Uh, 
Right, so the door gets slammed on your hand. Because obviously your natural instincts, no matter how much you try and blindfold yourself and look away, or how intoxicated you get, None of us managed to achieve that. That's the reflex of it, really, isn't it? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you do. No, <laughs> oh, no, man. Yeah, yeah. That was that was one stunt for the, yeah. Well, one one idea that none of us ever fronted to. That's mad, isn't it? So did, think yeah, it's, it's because you did much worse. We did do a lot worse, but yeah, even in the in the scheme of things, we did yes. But that certainly was one, and none of us actually achieved that. If you can call it an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> so was it a bit of a, a group sort of like collective mentality regarding right, one in all in sort of thing or? Um, no, not in general. No, right. because the majority it was it was more like like even though even though we were a group, if like mm, yeah. they couldn't play any instruments. <laughs> you know, we all had our certain like Joyce would like to break the sick. sick yeah, and the sick uh, taboos. Yeah. I was always asleep, drunk, and just reckless, and just yeah. I don't really know how to describe myself. Just being <laughs> an asshole. <really. laughs> um, Dayton was very satanic. He was into piercing, and and Pritch was just an out and out Freddie Boswell, flaming lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I've never met someone so out there in my entire life. Can I just tell you a funny story? Yeah, like Pritch's. Pritch's mother now, Gaina. I love you, Gaina. Shout out to Gaina. Yeah, I love, I love Eddie too. They're fantastic people. But uh, one Sunday afternoon, Gaina was working in, um, in a, um, a department store, right? right? Yeah. Um, uh, and it was Sunday, so she, she, I'm assuming you're earning a double time, eh, Gay? But she came back uh, from, from a shift on the in that department store, and we wrote on bed sheets, Gainer Pritchard takes it up the back door <laughs> and put it on the front of the house. <coughs> and she lived in quite a, a nice little cul-de-sac within Cardiff. And I turned to Pritchard, I was like, oh, Pritchard, you can't, you can't do it to your mum. And he was like, oh, well, she must have had her up a back door once. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the justification behind that, I just thought, what has come of my life? Yeah, you know, like you, I, mean, um, I, I, you know, I did reasonably well in school. You can't argue with that logic, can you? <laughs> but when there's no sense, there's no feelings. <laughs> Which is, yeah, yeah. I'd have to say, like, how to, you know, like, you know, going back to the question, you know, as a group, yeah, we could do stuff collectively, but there's just like in any field or any sport, if you like, there's horses for courses yeah. and stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm an obvious hooker, and you know, like you could be the number eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, you certainly. I bring the kick into you. Out, you, I? you, you, you'd have the loyalty award every year. Oh, he turned up for training. Yeah. Club, man. Oh, club, man oh, club man of the year. Club man of the year. You know, clean pants. <laughs> <laughs> and as the years have gone, though, like you're still like. Washing the kit, yeah, you know, polishing the boots, yeah, but, but putting your dodgy tobacco in there yeah. and stuff. <laughs> so, like, as a sort of series expanded and stuff as well, you went branched out further and you did stuff further afield. Was there any sort of places you enjoy being taken to by the show or places you yeah, really sort of enjoy doing? Um, you know what, that's one of the big D's of Sanchez, you know, for me, is I've, I've always loved traveling, you know, from 
you know, I lived in South, South Africa as a child, travelled with skateboarding all through Europe, but then, you know, being able to get the opportunity to go to Australia, awesome. to, to Mexico, you know, to the, to the Alps and stuff. But, Thailand um, as well? Thailand was definitely yeah, yeah 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 I've never actually paid myself to go to Thailand but PP Island is a glorious place yeah, yeah. beautiful country oh it's a fantastic country you know and yeah don't be fooled by that stereotype you know? no 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 it's there's a lot more to it than that yeah yeah, yeah. well I I seen uh, McDonald's delivery in Thailand before it happened in Wales and so they obviously do it something <laughs> like that. definitely Ronald McDonald got time for you. <laughs> Yeah, Pritch actually had his penis, uh, yeah, tattooed in Thailand. Yeah, what's he saying? I love Dayton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, uh, yeah, you, you know what? You could do what the fuck you want in Thailand. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, That's well, yeah, and I didn't mean that literally. Yeah, well, of course definitely. not, you know, you can KFC and McDonald's one day if you want. Well, you can smoke at the bar, you can smoke at the bar in Thailand. smoke at the bar, yeah, yeah. Drink in the street without yeah, getting in trouble. You could have prickle teeth put on your uh, scrotum oh. if you wanted to. Yeah. Oh it reminds me of being uh, Glen Coru, you know, you got that little liniment on your nut sacks and it starts. Uh, oh. Does that, that happen often, often in Glen Coru then? Or? Well, in the Glen Coru, I go to that. Yeah, I know, it does indeed. Yeah. Not as bad as playing Gwyn Vidal. <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism. Uh, the, the less said about the Galvari, the better, I think. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at that. <laughs> I do have fond memories of So, would you guess that there's like, um, any sort of strange like fan mail or fan requests or things like that being sent into the group? There, there were a few things. Yeah, but Joyce was always up for it, you know, like, oh, you know, can you shit on me and, and stuff like that, you know. We we called him, like, the pool man, you know. He, like, Digi Dan, you know, he just, he just had no, like, anything, any, any sort of taboo you wanted to break, you know, whether it be sexual or just generally wrong in any terms, he would be your man, he'd be your go-to man. He was like, oh, mate, you know, like, you know, you got a pile of, Shit in your hand. And he's like, oh, his analogy is, oh, but well, it's only smelly mud. <laughs> you know, like like piss. Oh, it's only smelly water. You know, it's like. Well, with with the pictured Mrs. Dayton um, VHS, I, I I might be remembering this wrong. So if I can correct me, there's definitely some pool involved with that. There point. was. I think that might have sealed the deal for MTV. Yeah, well, no. that's when I realised this is not your normal skateboarding video. No. Well, yeah, because he was dressed. You know, he was at the time he was working for ITV Digital. And he's, he, he, used to, he was one of the biggest sales reps there. God bless ITV Digital. But he's like, oh, my name's Dan. I'm here to make a digital dream a reality. <laughs> do you want to be driving a Fiesta or do you want to be driving a Ferrari? <laughs> and then the next thing, you see him like, you know, in his booby blinking shirt with a little shit in his hand in Manchester, <laughs> whacking it in his face. It's like, it's not normal. <laughs> you can't be enjoying the job that much if your down time is throwing shit in your own face. Well, <laughs> yeah, as you know, as as you pointed out, that was pre Sanchez, yeah. So, That's bad. yeah, so you know, it, oh, <laughs> there's no pun intended, but that shit had been going on for years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it really had been going on for a long, long time. Does yeah. he still do it now? Do you think? 
Well, and like, unfortunately, Joyce had a heart attack. Yes, he's um, he's now living a far more healthier lifestyle. This doesn't involve shit in his face or feces. I think he's done that then. So he's probably. He he certainly has done it, yeah. But deep down, yeah. The last time I bumped into him, he went to an art exhibition and did normal stuff. What was that like? Uh, I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> well, they bought three booze there. So. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of yeah. course. It's going to happen then. So, do you boys ever meet up then? Have like a proper grown up afternoon or something together now, like harping back or anything? Um, I was actually a Joyce. I was an usher in Joyce's wedding. Um, we reunited for, for two uh, tour dates in Cardiff, in the tram shed in Cardiff, December of last year. And in Sheffield, yeah, me and Pritch have been out in a few Christmas do's, and yeah, you know, like we, we're all getting older, like dating, you know, like dating, you know, you know, I hate you, but I love you at the same time. <laughs> we have a love hate relationship. He was crap, I was fantastic. Yeah, it's just one of those, you know, it's like as you get older, everyone has. You know, you, got, you have more responsibilities in life. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. We're all moving on. You know, Pritch's excelling with you know the triathlete stuff, the, you know the vegan stuff. You know, he's 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 doing really well. You yeah, know, the, mixing rice and cauliflower together and then presenting it on television and tennis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a can of beans. <laughs> I have some white pepper. <laughs> Don't get away. No, no. Then look, all jokes aside, as Pritch is and a cock an accomplished chef. Yeah, before skateboarding, before he turned professional skateboarder, right. he, he was a chef in a Lebanese restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sort of thing comes up, or has come up in the past on the podcast, like the sort of the concept of like a real job, you know, because when you do these sort of pursuits, like where you engage in a, a, com- oh, it's a real job, you know, do you have any sort of many sort of real jobs before you took it? Yes, I did indeed, yeah. I, I, I left school and did an apprenticeship in mechanical engineering with Sony's and Regent. Yeah, um, flew for the first two years. Um, soon as I was able to legally drink, uh, <laughs> I went on to do a HNC. And yeah, I blagged the third year, and then towards the beginning of the fourth year, uh, the push came to shove. My my attention to detail on the maths and whatnot. Yeah, and the and, and the brain cells I was losing at the time with accommodation skateboarding. Yeah. You know, decades and drinking too much, that went out to the window. So I, I didn't actually finish my apprenticeship. I was still living at home at the time. So my dad said, "No matter, don't think you're fucking living here for nothing." <laughs> so I on me first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he wasn't that romantic about it. <laughs> but he, um, so I managed to blag a job in a Japanese firm, Subutubu, which used to make flat ribbon cable. On Bagler Moors in Batalbot and niche. Yeah, they they were um yeah, it, I had a job as a quality engineer. You wanna hear a funny story about Japanese men and drinking? <laughs> yeah, and um yeah, so that, that place got made redundant. Got made redundant. I had actually had an enhanced redundancy. And then, then we had Dirty Sanchez. There you go. One hero to another. 
But he knows what I need a heat. Yeah, I just went on there from one to the other, yeah. So we've got a little feature here where we like to uh, measure the guest's head because uh, Drew Taylor says he's got a massive head. Yeah, well, it, yeah, and, and um, it's, it's sort of 63 centimetres in, uh, in circumference, yeah. Um, it, it may not look it, but there's, like, these, these earphones are on full extension, they're fully, fully extended. Uh, one size fits most is a, is a problem I have with hats and things. What waist so, do you, Drew? Uh, 35 inch. That's what we yeah. So, so what's that in centimetres, 70? I don't know. I should have. I should have. Uh, should have right. Well, can I just say one thing? I I have two daughters, and I spent a lot of time on the road. And when my daughters were born, when you know, thankfully, touch wood, they both came out and they're healthy, and they did the 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 normal stats, and both their head circumferences were above average. So I was like, therefore, they must be mine. Yes, well, so yeah. I think you may have a little bit of a, a challenge. Bit of a challenge. Well, because I also struggle with. Are you a new era man? Or, yes, well, or uh, more, more for bobble hats, um, like oh. NFL bobble hats and stuff. Oh, and they okay. often have one size fits most written inside as a bit of a disclaimer. Flexi you know. fits. Uh, I can't stand for that. They imagine oh, it's a big gold nappers in America, isn't it? I tell so. you what, maybe you want to take a knitting or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can come around and measure it now before Drew starts to knit. Right. Oh, sorry, you don't have to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that before in my entire life. Oh, that's not I bad actually. Sixty. Three Don't so tell me you've got three inches on me. No, three centimetres. Three centimetres. Oh, sorry. I know we've had... I'm that old. I'm still in the in, imperial. <laughs> I, know we've had, I know we've had Brexit now, but we're still using centimetres. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, but I think pound for pound, your head's got to be bigger than it. You know? How well, heavy you, Punch? Um, on a good day. On a, on a good day? That might be small, but I've got 12 so in the back of it. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. so I, I'm, I'm 16, 16 and a half. So pound for pound, you, you, you I, smash I, it. I, I totally own class here, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell that trophy you have, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, I don't know. Massive bust. Massive bust. Bloody hell, you must be the first chap who's ever had a bigger head than me. Yeah, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. It's insane. It's anagrams, right? Excellent. Let's do anagrams next time. Because, uh, uh, yeah, another feature I do uh, is anagrams of your name. You, I never can tell what they like. Obviously, I didn't. I looked at trying uh, anagrams of Pancho, and I didn't work. So I've gone off oh, your name, no. Michael Locke. So I'm just going to go through them pretty quick. And these are the anagrams of Michael Locke. So we've got uh, Alice Hemlock, that's your posh lady name. <laughs> uh, Ace Chokemill, well, that's your BDSM name. Uh, <laughs> then we've got Lick Molake. That's my porn star name. Yeah, well, no, no, the next one's your porn star name. Ah Cock Melly. So Ah Cock Melly. Uh, Kale Cock Mile. <laughs> that's for all the vegans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, CC Hamill, okay. Oh, what? Chalk Ice Mole, that's your like that's your cage fighting name. Chic Elmo Leak, cliche okay meal, and these are my favourite ones. Uh, Leah Kemlick, coma like lech, and uh, this is my favourite one I think for you. Uh, so the best anagram of Michael Locke is Ellie Hamcock. <laughs> 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 Please nice. give me a copy of that. I well, uh, that. you know, you, know. You, 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 you,
Where, where Off is it? Chalk ice model. Chalk ice model. Chalk ice model. Chalk ice model. Yeah, that's better. Oh, what? So, Pants, this has been an absolute pleasure, mate. Um, we always, uh, we always sort of, uh, always appreciate guests coming up with time, but what is sort of life holding after post Sanchez view? Yeah, well, like, like, to be honest, life, life is great, man, at the moment. Um, currently working with, uh, T-shirt company, uh, 1901 Sampa Tablo. We just done a, a wicked design for the Euros, um, which is out at finer stores. Play come on wheels in the Euros. Um, we also, yeah, there's many events coming up over the summer. We have Pancho's Tacos in in the pipeline, and also a full UK tour of the four Dirty Sanchez guys in September, October, November, December, covering all of the UK, and hopefully some valley spots, because I'm oh. really missing the valleys. Maybe the Garo. Yeah, yeah get the Garo. Is it the theatre right at the top? Yeah, somewhere at the top of the Garo. Blengwinvi. I'm sure there's a little theatre there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and also, yeah, there's, yeah, there's plans, you know, like, not to just copycat you, but, yeah, we're, we're working on a Talbot concept uh, podcast, you know, with all things good to do and, you know, keep it up on current affairs and... Uh, of Port Talbot or in general? Just just life in general, Brilliant. you know, and how things, you know, and how life meanders around things and whatnot, you Sounds know. Excellent. That's if we don't all pass away with this corona. <laughs> but believe me, there's enough wholesome pills to stop us to sort the corona out in Port Talbot, so... Yeah, with any luck, we'll, we'll, we'll survive this metamorphosis. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just thanks for having me, boys. Absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. Thank I you very much. I can't believe I'm fucking Koreanians aren't big, gutted. <laughs>